0: Hi, this is Larry Smith. And this is Mike Kegley. This is Brad Sturdy.
1: We're the Illini Guys. And for the past four months, we've had a blast spending time with you talking Illini sports at the same time right here each week.
2: But here at the holidays, we want to give our production team and everybody here at the station some extra time to spend with their families and loved ones.
1: So we offer this encore presentation of the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular with some of our favorite interviews.
0: We also want to say thank you for coming along for the ride with us. We hope you have a safe and blessed holiday and may this weekend provide some special moments. We hope you enjoy the show.
3: Broadcasting from Alito to Alton, from
1: Champaign to Chicago and from Robinson to Rockford. This is the Sports Spectacular powered by IlliniGuys.com.
0: Looking to close out October with a bang. It's the Sports Spectacular, powered by the good guys at a lot of guys.com. And those guys are just so impressive, handsome, and charismatic. and
2: Full of themselves. That's what people say about me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are, we're them, and they're us.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I know. But, I, but look, I mean, for those who don't know, Uh, Mike, I got to let him know. You know, I got to tell him. Uh, Larry Smith Mike Hegley. Brad Sturdy is parking the car. We'll be uh, right here with us in a moment. Another jam-packed show for you. Jeff Goodman of Stadium joining Brad on Sturdy for 30 this week. Uh, We'll play a bit of that. Uh, Some interesting thoughts on the Illini and the upcoming hoop season. We'll get that from Jeff Goodman, one of our favorites. Uh, We'll also break down the first exhibition last Saturday night, Illini over St. Francis of Jolietti NAIA school. We'll talk about that. But let's start though with Alani football. Illini versus Rutgers at Memorial Stadium this weekend, 11 a.m. kickoff for Dad's Day. Uh, but, Mike, still a lot of buzz after that Penn State win last weekend.
2: Yeah, that was incredible. You know, uh, the Illini had some of the best ratings across the country. People were tuned in with their eyes on the Illini. Hmm, that would be a good podcast title. <laughs> You know, you, you you set a record nine overtimes, and the team played a fantastic defensive game. It was a heck of a moment. I know it wasn't the perfect game, but um, as an Illini fan, I got caught up in it, and it was a lot of fun when they, they won the game, it, and it's what Coach B needs for the recruiting trail.
0: You're exactly right. You talked about the ratings. They were one of the top four rated games on the weekend, 3.8 million households. And the peak was well over 7 million when they were in the overtime battle back and forth, which look, it was not a thing of beauty by any stretch. Um, But when you are the Illini and five and you're taking on a top 10 team, uh, the way that you were, and you get a chance to to come in and, and beat them at their place in that fashion um was was just outstanding in that so you're exactly right we're gonna talk a lot more about the Illini and and Penn State uh, uh coming up here on the show this week uh, let's shift gears though and get over to to basketball as well I want to get your thoughts uh Mike you and and Brad and, and Mike let's just start with you the Illini uh as um, we're talking about again with with basketball um uh quick takeaway the men's exhibition game last weekend they they beat St. Francis pretty handily Mike, we knew they would do that, Um, um, but I but I thought they uh, a a lot of things learned and some things accomplished um, in this blowout.
2: Yeah, I I really enjoyed watching uh, Austin Hutcherson kind of come forward. We got a chance to see Andre Corbello run the team.
1: Yeah, I think it was good. I mean, it's good to get out and. Play against somebody else for them uh, after beating each other up in practice. Um, the one thing we're going to see is we're, we're going to need. Uh, it sounds to me, from what I've heard, we're going to need more than uh, uh, more than just uh, to rely on Kofi early in the season. So they're going to need some uh, uh, some of these guys, whether it's uh, Omar Payne, Coleman Hawkins, to step up, and maybe even maybe that's why Brandon Lee uh, got some early minutes and uh, Benjamin Bosman's redunk. So. Um, they're going to need these guys to kind of step up and we'll see what they're made of in the Atlanta front court.
0: Uh when you mentioned that uh, what's uh, what's the the latest right now Kofi uh, sitting out some games?
1: Yeah, it sounds like he'll have a suspension for selling the stuff from the player's trunk um earlier. Not clear how long it's going to be. Um hopefully it's not as uh it's been rumored that it could be up to 8 games, but hopefully it won't be that long. Um, hopefully it's just talking, you know, two to four, but um we'll see. I, I'm sure we'll have uh, some clarity here coming up pretty soon.
0: Yeah, uh, we hope so. Um Does that seem exorbitant to you? I mean, I, I think we were all talking uh, along the way, maybe a, a game or two, right? I mean, that seems like a lot.
1: It's insane. Guys are driving Porsches and somebody sold a jersey on the player's trunk. And so now they're, they're serving games. I mean, the whole, it's the NCAA though. So anything that they do is a joke. So it just,
0: it's, it is what it is. And he paid the money back, correct? I mean, it's not like he profited from it. Right. Right. So. Okay. What are you going to do?
1: Yeah.
2: Anybody but the NCAA and we wouldn't believe it, but it's the NCAA. So we do.
1: In fact, you'd almost be, had they done something with common sense involved, you'd almost be shocked then. <laughs>
0: It's the yeah. opposite.
1: They're the yeah. opposite of everybody else in the world. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, well, one to watch there. Uh, okay, so now we know why um, uh, Brad was parking the car. He was on the phone with uh, some late-breaking late information. No, just kidding. Uh, okay, we're going to get uh, much more in-depth with uh, more hoops. Obviously, we have a lot to talk about and not just stuff on the court with uh, uh, with Brad and Mike coming up. But uh, up next, more on the Illini's record-breaking history-making day at State College as we continue to count down the kickoff Illini and the Scarlet Knights. This is the Alani Guys Sports Spectacular. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn-out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau call today 224-880-6000 that's hx home solutions 224-880-6000 mention code ncaa and schedule your free estimate once again 224-880-6000 hx home
3: solutions growing your family opening your own business retiring to travel leaving your legacy at Busey bank we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. UC Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC.
0: right back here on Illini guys the Illini guys sports spectacular here glad you're with us as we get ready for uh, another big football weekend and joining us now on the newsmaker line presented by Busey bank none other than uh, the architect of all that you will see uh football Saturdays basketball volleyball you name it uh, tennis golf wrestling the athletic director at the University of Illinois Josh Whitman uh Josh you and I have not met uh personally so uh let me just say hello
4: it's great to be with you, Larry. Thanks so much for having me, and we appreciate all the support that uh, the Illini guys are showing to our program.
0: Yeah, we appreciate that. You know, because you and I haven't uh, met before, let's just start with an introduction. Uh, tell us about Josh Whitman. Tell us uh, who you are.
4: <laughs> well, I, uh, I was born in West Lafayette in the backyard of Purdue University. I've got two parents who were uh, school teachers? My dad was a high school teacher and coach. My mom was an elementary school librarian and, and early school or early grade teacher. Um, grew up with a, a book in one hand and a, a ball of some kind in the other. And, and those two things, education and, and sports, have really formed the contours of most of my life. I came here 25 years ago to, to play football and, and earn a degree and was very fortunate to be able to do both and um, you know, played a little bit of professional football after I graduated, came back here in, in 2005, uh, started working in this athletic program, went to law school, um, then um, practiced law for a few years before transitioning back into college athletics, which is where I always wanted to be uh, became an athletic director at University of Wisconsin-La Crosse, a Division III school in La Crosse, Wisconsin, uh, when I was 32 years old, was there for four years, went to Wash U for two, uh, and have been here now for going on six, and uh, have a wonderful wife, Hope. We have two young children. Uh, Tate will turn five next month, uh, and Will turn three this summer, and um, they both just started preschool last week, and, and so we're busy being parents to young kids and, and, uh, trying to run an athletic program.
0: What a, uh, and what a great experience. Uh, and we've all been, uh, been down that road uh, a little bit ahead of you in the, the, the parenting game. So, uh, yeah, we know how it is, but what a great time, uh, for you. I'm curious, you have family, but, uh, we always see you out and about. It seems like you somehow fit 26 hours into a 24 hour day somehow, because you were always out there. What does, uh, Josh Whitman do, as a hobby, what do you do to relax? Do you golf, do you tennis, read books? What what, what do you do to get away?
4: You know, I I, uh, I really do three things. I mean, as, as I've kind of settled into our routine here at, at Illinois, I, I spend my time in, in really three big ways. I I enjoy spending time with our family, with, with my kids, uh, with my wife. I enjoy working out. Uh, I like to run. I, I lift. I'm I'm a Pelotoner, uh, and so I, I do those things, and then, uh, and then I work. And, and so it, it's not the most uh, diversified set of, of uh, experiences <laughs> that I have on a day-to-day basis, but I've just found that uh, keeping things simple and, and fairly focused has been rewarding for me. It's what I enjoy. Uh, I do enjoy reading. I don't do it as much as I would like to. Uh, I find that I've got a little more time when I travel maybe to uh, to get into a book on a plane or at a hotel um, I enjoy movies. Uh, if, if we've got some time at night, you know, I, I, I like to put a movie on and escape a little bit that way. Uh, I, during the pandemic, in particular, I started to, to cook a little bit more. Um, I, I do. I specialize in breakfast, uh, and so Sunday mornings, a lot of times, especially now that we get into the the, the heart of the season, uh, are are really a, a time that we protect as a family, uh, and, and so I'll do. Uh, a lot of times I'll do a big breakfast on Sunday mornings, and a good chance to connect with the kids and, and spend a few hours together. Um, so those are those are just some some things that uh, that I enjoy and that, that we enjoy at the Whitman House.
1: Yeah, actually, that, that's funny. The pandemic, I kind of became a foodie, so I got to I got to cook a lot. You know, now I'm too busy, but. Back then, so my wife still says, when's that come back? So you need to start cooking again. So um, um, not that she wants the pandemic back, just that she wants me to cook again. I got to ask, what what was it like last Saturday? Um, Grange Grove hopping, great energy in the stadium, a big win on national television. How was that – what was that like? And and how big is that – the win for you guys moving forward as a
4: program? It was – Very special this Saturday, obviously. I I think just given all that we have gone through here over the last 18 months, I've said to our student athletes and our staff, they always say, Absence makes the heart grow fonder. And and certainly, you know, the idea that we were without sports or that we were going to be without sports uh, as recently as a year ago today, we were sitting there thinking, Boy, we're not going to get a chance to to compete in anything, uh, during the, the 2019 or 2020, 2021 seasons. Uh, and, and I think, you know, we, we learned quickly how important sports are to all of us. And, and certainly for those of us who, who are, are day-to-day involved in this program. Um, and so just to take a moment on Saturday and reflect back on the journey that we have traveled to, to get there and, and to, have people back in the tailgating lots to have the stadium club tent together again, see Grange Grove active and uh, the Illini walk and and really just sort of take it all in as it happened. And I think sometimes it's inevitable. You, you kind of start to miss some of the small details and you don't appreciate each moment as it happens. And and so Saturday, I I really made an effort to try and appreciate everything that that happened and, um, and certainly culminating in the win and, in terms of what the effect of that win will be. uh, I don't know. You know, I I think it was a a great, obviously a great um, stake in the ground for our program. Uh, Really excited for coach Bielema and and his staff. They've come on board and and done just such a fantastic job Uh, more excited for our student athletes than anybody, especially the guys who've been around this program for a while. They they haven't won as many games as they've deserved to win. Uh, And so I, I think every time we get a win and it's, I don't know that people really appreciate even now how hard it is to win a football game. I mean, it is a major effort and the culmination of hundreds of hours of work um, over the course of, of the off season, the preseason. Uh, and then of course the, the game itself. And, uh, and so for us to get that win, I, I think was a, was certainly a big moment for the program. I think it'll have, I hope, very positive, implications externally in terms of ticket sales and interest and enthusiasm around the program. I think internally, it certainly is rewarding. Although I have learned over time that the student athletes are probably the most resilient group of people that you'll ever be around. And, and you know, they, they, they've learned to live with the ups and the downs of competition. And, and if, we had, if we hadn't won on Saturday, they would be out there working just as hard today as, as they are having one. And, and so they, they feel good and it's, it's great for them, but, um, they, they really do a nice job of compartmentalizing and approaching each week as a separate opportunity. And, uh, I, I really applaud them for that.
0: Here on the newsmaker line presented by Busey bank with Illini athletic director, Josh Whitman, uh, Josh, uh, you mentioned uh, Brett Bieleman, the, the job that his staff has done very quickly. Um, we're just one game into the season, into the Bilama era, but what did you see in him that set him apart from other candidates when you were conducting this search last fall?
4: I, I think there were a handful of things. Obviously, his experience speaks for itself. I, I think as football has grown in terms of the, the breadth and the nature of, of being a CEO of a football program, it, it gets harder and harder to be a first-time head coach in this environment. I, I think that his experience running a program at this level, obviously his familiarity with this conference, with this division in particular, uh, was, was attractive. I, I really um, appreciated his pedigree, the people he'd been around and learned from those were people as we talked about what we want this program to do. We went out and found other programs that had done it uh, and, and we saw the progress that Kansas State had made. We saw the progress that Iowa had made. We saw the progress that Wisconsin had made. And you start to connect the dots, and there was one person who had really had firsthand uh, exposure to each of those programs, and it it was Brett. Uh, And then you have a chance to finally sit down and talk with him, and he he just has such a great energy, great vision. Uh, I think his enthusiasm for being at Illinois was very real that's uh, always something that's important to me when we're hiring a head coach in any sport is finding someone who isn't just looking to be a head coach in the Big Ten or to be in the Power Five, but somebody who's genuinely excited about being at Illinois and who embraces our tradition and, and uh, wants to contribute to that in their own way. And, uh, and so he he just really um, rose to the top quickly as we had the time to, to study him and, and then spend time with him. Uh, it became evident that he was somebody that that we really needed to strongly consider
0: we're talking with illinois athletic director josh whitman on the newsmaker line presented by Busey bank a short break and then more with josh and the crazy summer with men's basketball on the illini guys sports spectacular
3: you have a lot to look forward to growing your family opening your own business retiring to travel leaving your legacy Busey bank is here to help you celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work with thoughtful advice, trusted resources, and proven results. Busey is proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, a champion for purpose and progress since 1868. Member FDIC.
0: They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation. 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. The Sports Spectacular continues here with special guest Josh Whitman, the AD at the University of Illinois. Flipping
1: over to basketball real quick. Got to ask him basketball questions. Um. As you, you look at your assistant, you had a situation this summer. It was probably the craziest offseason. We talked to Brad Underwood that he's ever had or seen, uh, talking about you know not only with the transfer portal, but also with three assistant coaches leaving. What What's kind of it say about him that he can lose three assistant coaches, put together a great staff again, and seemingly not miss a beat?
4: It's a great question, and, and it was an offseason unlike anything I've ever seen, certainly, and, and Brad has – more experience in that than I do, but uh, I give him all the credit in the world. I, I think if you had said to us on the bus home from Indianapolis, here's what the next three or four months holds for the only basketball program, <laughs> I think we all would have looked at each other like, holy cow, that's going to be a bumpy ride, and, and I don't know how we're going to come out of it on the other side. And he led us through it, and, and he, he persevered. He was patient. Uh, he didn't overreact. He didn't panic. Um, he just put one foot in front of the next. He, he felt strongly about uh, the brand that we built with Illinois basketball, felt strongly about the leadership that he brings as the head basketball coach, felt strongly about the culture that he's developed within our program. And, uh, and he just worked methodically through it. And, and I give him all the credit. He, he um, you know, identified, I think, a great new staff people that have come on board and, and really hit the ground running. Again, people who I think are genuinely excited to be here and, and to contribute to the, the great tradition of Illinois basketball. Uh, I think the work that we did in the transfer portal was was huge. I, I think the work that we did with Kofi was obviously huge. Uh, and, uh, and, and all those variables could have gone a very different direction at any moment in time. And, and Brad really is the one who held the ship together. And, and not only did we persevere through it, but I think we came out on the other side stronger than we, we went into it. And, and I think that we're in a, a better position heading into this new season now than I think we would have even expected to be on that bus on the way home from Indianapolis. And, and that's uh, something that I know is exciting to me and, and to our fans as well.
1: I'll follow up that real quick with the assistant coaches. You went out and made, um, you know, reportedly made some very, very competitive office, offers to assistant coaches, you know, whether it's to retain the guys that you had before and then I'll, or bring in guys from other programs, um, from other high major programs uh, to be an assistant coach at Illinois. Is that going to, and I know you don't want to say like it's an arms race or whatever it is, but it, is it important to show that you're going to be competitive in that market? to coaches around the country if they're looking at Illinois or, or also, you know, players, sponsors, don't, whatever it is.
4: I, I think it is. I, I don't like the arms race term. And and because I, I think what we are is we're, we're competing. Right? I mean, that's what, that's what this is. College athletics is about competition and we are looking for ways to gain an advantage in an incredibly competitive space uh, in, in the way that is at the, top of that list is through personnel I and mean, we, we have to make sure that we have the best people working for and with Illinois basketball as we can and that starts with the head coach it, it goes down with our assistant coaches our off the court support staff includes our student athletes um, and so we need to be sure that we are making appropriate investments uh, to attract and retain the best folks that we can to associate with this program and and help push it forward. And, um, this off season was certainly, uh, one of those moments, uh, when we needed to be sure that, that we were bringing our a game and, and prepared to compete. And, and I feel like we did that, uh, to the best of our abilities. And, and I think that the staff and, and the program demonstrates that as we head into the new season.
0: Name image likeness is now here a couple months ago. Uh, how was that, um, change what you do in terms of the the athletes now being able to profit off their celebrity if you will
4: yeah i don't know that it it hasn't changed what i personally do that much i I think it it is a dramatic opportunity for our program uh i think that you know you really need to look no further than someone like kofi to recognize that the impact that name image likeness can have and i think as an educator. I see that as a very positive thing. Anything we can do to keep our student athletes in college longer, to give them more opportunities to take classes, to learn, to, to accrue credits towards a degree, that's a good thing. Uh, and you know, the opportunity to provide uh, Kofi with some outlets to enhance his, his income and, and to make it a more justifiable financial decision for him to remain here in college uh, I, I think is, is a, a game changer, not just for our program, but for programs across the country. If we can incentivize athletes or, or make it a more equitable playing field for them as they're making decisions about whether to, to go off and pursue professional opportunities or not, this is a, this is a big deal uh, for those of us in college. And, uh, and, and I think it's, you know, philosophically, it's just the right thing to do. I, I think that we all recognize that our student athletes, especially in today's day and age, with social media and everything, have have a platform and they have a level of celebrity that that affords them some pretty unique opportunities that may or may not follow them when their time as as an athlete at this university are over. Uh, and so, you know, if, if we don't afford them these chances now, the the window may close uh, as they as they move on from our campus, and you don't know what the the, the next you know, chapter in their lives will bring. And so, um, you know, I, I think it's, it's the right thing for us to do. And, and I'm excited about uh, some of the opportunities we've, we've been able to see come the way of our student-athletes. We've, we've certainly made some investments there programmatically here as well in terms of our, our new NIL coordinator, Cam Cox, has come on and, and done a fantastic job, very creative, um, astute young guy for us who I think is connecting with our coaches and our student-athletes as well as with some of our external stakeholders. And, uh, you know, we're kind of the, the educating body in this whole thing. We can't be the matchmakers. We can't bring parties together, but we can make sure all the different parties recognize the opportunities that are out there and, and at least let them know how to, to find each other if there is an interest in, in creating a match. And so it's a, it's a great opportunity and, and certainly one that will continue to reveal itself uh, in the months and years ahead. It's still so new that we're all learning as we go, which is exciting, um, but it, it's, it's going to have some, some new twists and turns inevitably as we, as we move forward.
0: Josh Whitman, Illinois Athletic Director. We're going to keep him here just a bit longer, just a couple more questions. We'll step aside for a local break and then more with Josh. This is the Illini Guys Radio Network. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network.
2: You're listening to an encore presentation of the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. We will return in two weeks with the very latest information and analysis of Illinois sports. Now, let's get back to the show.
0: Welcome back to the Sports Spectacular. Illini Athletic Director Josh Whitman has agreed to take a couple more questions. A quick follow-up to that last question just before the break. What concerns you about the NIL?
4: I think it's the same things that have always concerned us about it. I I think for a long time, we let the concerns really ground the wheels to a halt and and we weren't able to move things forward because there were a lot of unanswered questions. And I I think more recently, we got to a point where we just said, look, we we know there are some unanswered questions here, but we, we don't feel good any longer about letting that stop our progress. And so, uh, you know, those concerns, I I think, are are fairly widely understood. I I think seeing NIL become a major player in student athlete recruitment uh, and retention, I think, is is a concern. Uh, We don't want it to be a true pay-for-play environment. It really should be based on uh, a student athlete's level of celebrity and what kind of value they can bring to uh, the, the entity that's that's investing in them um, you know, I, I think that's probably the, the biggest one and there, there's a lot of, of internal concerns I, I think you know just small stuff like you know if, if a student athlete enters into a, an in-kind arrangement where they're given a, an apartment or a car um, and not given any cash you know that that benefit comes with a, a tax implication for them and so, you know, I, I'm, I'm worried that at the end of the calendar year, all of a sudden they're going to get handed a tax bill for several thousand dollars and they don't have the cash to pay for that. You know, the opportunity to get out and drive a new car or live in an apartment rent free sounds great. Uh, but at the end of the day, there's still going to be some some cash implications for that. And I just I hope that they're prepared for that. And we're trying to do our part on the front end to educate them and help them prepare so that they're not caught flat footed. Um, so there's just you know small stuff like that 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 um, we'll just have to work through as as we experience the first cycle of this together with our student athletes and with our outside um, supporters and and um, I'm sure that we can. it'll just it'll just be a process like anything else.
1: as you I guess I, Larry, when I signed on with the line I guys he said I was going to get a car, but I never got it. so um, I <laughs> I, I don't. I guess I don't have to pay tax. So I guess that's the benefit. And that's what he's telling me. Well, that's I can the, tell
4: you, I, I get a car, and it does come with a big tax bill.
1: So, um. <laughs> well, see, Brad, so, look, I'm looking out for you. See, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I, I do appreciate that. I do appreciate that. So, and, you know, and and Josh, you have been athletic director. You know, obviously WashU and now Illinois. You're maybe a little different than your average athletic director because you're a former athlete and. You're also, you're not a guy who's going to be like, uh, you're not, I, I don't, I hate to use this term. You're not like a stiff in a suit. You're, you're the, you're the king of the bro hugs. I mean, you know, right. I mean, you know, after the win, you know, whether it's Kofi, whether it's coach, whoever it is. I mean, it, how's that? I mean, just, is that your, just your personality? Is that just who you are as a, as an athletic director?
4: You know, I, I think if you said, you know, who is Josh Whitman? I mean, I, I think, one of the very first things I would say is I'm a competitor, you know, I'm more than I'm, I'm, i and when I set down this path as a profession, I told myself I was never going to become an administrator, right? I'm, I'm here to compete and, I, and I'm here to win. And, and I, that's why I get out of bed every day, you know? And, and so the chance to be locked arms with our student athletes and with our coaches as they experience, the, the joys and the challenges of of winning and losing is is a really important part of my identity and, and a big part of why I do what i do and and so for me it's it's about it's about competing, but it's also about being there for them you know that this this thing it has a lot of elements to it you know but at the very very core it's about our students, it's about our coaches and it's important to me that that they feel connected to me, that they feel supported by me and that I'm not just there to celebrate the successes, but you'll notice that I'm, I'm there giving those same hugs. They may not be quite as enthusiastic, but they're just, (laughs) they're every bit as heartfelt uh, after, after the hard losses. And, you know, that's, that's just how I've chosen to do this. You know, I I think that it's, um, it's personal, you know, and, and it, it always, for me, will be, and uh, that's the only way I know how to do it and, and the only way I enjoy doing
1: it. Does it – it has to scare you a little bit, though, to see Kofi get excited in case he gives you a hug? Because although you're a big guy, he's a lot bigger than you. I mean, does it, does it get a little scary there when Kofi gives you a hug?
4: There, there have been some some post-hug injuries, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I remember one time, I think – I don't know if it was last year, two years ago – Jeff Alexander and I had a huge hug after a big win and and we kind of butted heads in the middle of the hug. And we, in the moment, we kind of separated and whatever. And we went back to the locker room afterward and and Jeff finally pulled me aside. He goes, is your head hurt? He goes, man, my, we, we banged heads pretty hard. And my, mine was pounding. Uh, So there, there there've been a few, a few uh, run-ins in the, in the hug line, but by and large, it's uh, it's been a pretty positive experience. The other, the other casualty I told my wife this the other day, I, Anytime I wear sunglasses, they get, they get busted. Uh, and so I, I, I broke another pair of sunglasses on Saturday. I've got a whole uh, sort of graveyard of broken sunglasses at my house from, uh, from post-game celebrations, which is a good thing. I'll, I'll, I'm happy to keep building up that, that list of broken, broken glasses.
0: It sounds crazy. That might be a, a neat auction item at some point. <laughs> be, it, it sounds nuts, but I, there's somebody out there who would buy Josh Whitman's collection of broken sunglasses after big wins. (laughs) If you have them labeled by who broke them, broken by Kofi, broken by Brad Underwood,
1: Brett. That's right. That's right,
0: (laughs) Coach, we've kept you a long time. We're almost out of time. One final question. Um, What's next for, for Illinois athletics? and, And what's the message that you want Illinois alums and fans to know about you and, and this department and these programs as we get into the fall?
4: I think that you know what we're seeing is we are a, a maturing athletic program, right? when When I first came here in a lot of different settings, we almost equated ourselves to a startup, you know where we were we were trying to really generate capital and we were trying to to take something that 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 needed to grow from a seedling up to something that was that was more, more mature, more robust. You know we're nowhere near finished products, and, and we have to really guard against any suggestion that, that we're even entering into something close to satisfied because we're, we're not. Um, but we're also, uh, you know, I'm no longer a 37-year-old first-year Power Five athletic director. We're no longer in that sort of early stage of our, our time together. You know, we're in a more mature, um, connected place than, than we were six years ago. And, and that's a good thing. Uh, That's a good thing. But I I think it changes a little bit of how we think it changes a little bit of how we approach things. I think we have at this point, a a deserved expectation for success, certainly in in basketball. And I think we're going to move that direction in football here very quickly. Um, And, and I think it, it just means that we have to continue to be vigilant in our expectations and continue to look for ways to push, the bar even higher than where we have it um we we can never become complacent we always have to again uh remind ourselves that we are in an incredibly competitive environment and and everybody else is working very very hard to to gain an advantage and and so we've got to do the same thing Um, and uh you know it's a we're at a point where we've got i think at, at this juncture much more mature relationships with the people around us, uh, whether you're talking about uh, some of the connections we have with fans, with ticket holders, with donors, with business partners. Um, you know, these, these, at these, at this point, these are people who we've, we've gone through adversity with. We, we've had some success with um, we we've had some, some, some good points and bad points, but it, it all through that, it has built a stronger, more connected network of people who are supporting our programs and, And we need to be able now to draw on those relationships to keep the program moving forward. And, um, and so that's, that's where I think we are. You know, the last thing I I guess I'll mention is it's no secret. We're at a point of, I think, intense disruption in college athletics. There are a lot of different external factors that are creating a very complicated uh, future horizon. One that's a little murky at this point in time. And, And I think that for us, We have talked internally about really trying to take advantage of the moment. You know, I I think there's a a period of disruption here where we can gain some ground and and we need to come out of this this period of disruption in a a better position than when we went into it. And and I think we'll we'll do that by innovating and we'll do it by uh, investing. We'll do it by being aggressive in areas where maybe other programs are hesitating. Um, I, I think that's got to be sort of the order of the day here for us for the next few years. While these pieces are moving around, we've got to try and stay on the front edge and uh, and make sure that we're taking advantage of, of a disrupted environment to come out of it in, in a stronger position than when it started.
0: I think we would... Uh agree with that completely and and certainly we do talk about a lot about the revenue sports football and basketball but as you you well know there's so much success with the other programs um and that goes back to your leadership and um, the staffs you put together uh josh we'll leave it there boy we could talk a lot longer and uh, hopefully we get a chance to have you back on at at some point later on Um, best of luck uh, this weekend against texas san antonio with the other programs as well big weekend in volleyball we know with the uh, the olympians coming back that's exciting too and um and just the best of luck with everything. I know that we're excited to see um, where uh, where this goes from here.
4: Thanks, gents. Really appreciate the support and and uh, appreciate all the listeners and look forward to seeing a lot of them both in, in Huff Hall and Memorial Stadium. And then, obviously, before we know it, it'll be basketball season. And uh, Just got to do what we can relative to the virus, keep that thing at bay, and, and uh, enjoy a
3: great year of Illinois athletics.
0: Time for another timeout. You're listening to The Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys radio network.
3: Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth, since 1868, proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC.
1: I'm Demonte Williams. When it comes to hustling on the court, that's easy.
3: You know what else is easy? OSF On-Call Urgent Care. That's right, Demonte. When you need care for minor illnesses and injuries that's easy to get when and where you need it, OSF On-Call Urgent Care is your MVP. Walk in 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even holidays, or connect with a virtual visit 24-7, 365 days a year. Visit osfoncall.org urgentcare.
0: Right back here, Illini football at Penn State this weekend. More on Brett Bielema and the need to change the roster still coming up. But tough news, running back Mike Epstein out for the season. And guys, we also learned linebacker Jake Hansen's Illinois career is over after knee surgery.
2: Two big losses for the Illini. Mike Epstein was one of the players that I thought had more promise than anyone else, and it was sad to see injuries derail that.
1: Yeah, you got two guys who gave – you know, everything to the program. Um, you know, Jake Hansen was, you know, so many, you know, second and forced fumbles and, and, you know, he was, a all big 10, you know, honorable mention selection and things. So it's really sad to see their careers end like this. Those are two guys who gave a lot to Illinois.
0: Yeah, no question about it. And Hanson, of course, as you know, a, you know, six year senior and had a lot of promise coming in, uh, you know, really a big part of that defense. Um, you know, we've got, uh, Matt Stevens, um, with the announcement that the picture that, the story that he wrote about that on the front page of uh, you know, showed him celebrating that safety in the opening game in the big win against Nebraska. And so we hope that he can uh, now go on and achieve his NFL dreams next spring. We'll see what happens. A lot more coming up right here. Illini trivia is on the way. This is the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business, whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn-out siding or paint, Outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. Right back here on the Atlanta Guy Sports Spectacular, and uh, this segment presented by HX Home Solutions, one of our most popular segments we've had here in the uh, uh, the brief existence of the Sports Spectacular. It's Illini Trivia. It is uh, Mike Kegley versus Brad Sturdy, and and Ooh,
4: here we go ours, again. Uh,
0: here we go. I know uh, Brad is our reigning champion. We'll see if Mike can unseat him. We'll have two rounds. Uh, this one, the first round will be uh, in regards to last year's Illinois basketball team and the second round will be a little bit more uh, of the history of the team so uh, mr sturdy if you're ready ready as i'm gonna be all right here we go question number one who handed illinois its last home loss last season well that would have been um, ohio state Now, uh, correct Uh, Illinois lost only one regular season game last year by more than 10 points. Who beat them? Regular season. More than 10
1: points. Regular season? Regular season. Regular season. Okay. Would have been, it would have been uh, Baylor. Correct.
0: The national champs. That's right. Um, Against what team did Andre Corbello flirt with a triple double late in the season?
1: what game was that? Um it was one of the games when Iowa was out, right? Um Iowa had one against Wisconsin. I don't know. I'll go with um Nebraska.
0: You are correct. Uh and oh, while we're that on was it...
1: that was a guess. That was a total guess.
0: <laughs> He's honest, folks. He's honest. Uh while you're on it, uh, Iowa had a school record two triple-double games last year against what schools? Uh wow, well, one of them was Wisconsin.
1: I believe. Um, I'm not sure who the other one was. I'd have to, I'm going to guess,
0: um, Minnesota. You are correct on both. Oh my God. He is the guru. And finally, okay. Illinois won 24 games last season. When was the last time they won 24 or more games?
1: I believe it was the 05 season. D Brown's senior year.
0: That is incorrect, but that is uh, Brad Sturdy doing fantastic right there. Okay, I can't believe I missed in, that uh, one. Let's bring in Mike uh, Kegley. Let's try to get him out of the booth there. Uh, Mike is uh, there. He is. Try to get him back in. And uh, Mike, could you hear us now?
2: Yes, I'm a little disoriented from the soundproof booth because <laughs> there's no refreshments in there.
0: No, sorry, it's a cheap operation here. We need more <laughs> sponsors for you get in there. No, just kidding, just kidding. Uh, Okay. All right. Five questions. And as we mentioned to Brad, this will be in two segments. Uh, Section one will be in all in regards to last year's Illini basketball team.
2: Oh, so I'm going up against the beat reporter last year.
0: You are. Yes, you are. man, Because Illini guys is coming up on its one year anniversary. So you've been paying attention. And then (laughs) to make it really tough, the second segment will be uh, in regards to a little bit more history and Illini basketball.
2: Okay. here we go. Are you ready? All right. Yeah, I'm as ready as I'm going to get. It's
0: funny. It's the same thing that Brad said. All right, here (laughs) we go. Uh, Question number one, who handed Illinois its last home loss last season? Maryland. Uh, That is incorrect. Uh, Illinois lost only one regular season game last year by more than 10 points. Who beat them? Regular season. Let's go with Ohio State. Uh, That is incorrect. Uh, Against what team did Andre Corbello flirt with a triple double? Let's
2: go with um, Michigan. Uh,
0: Incorrect. Uh, I'm good here. I had a school record. (laughs) You're right. You you weren't paying attention, were you? Uh, I had a school record two triple doubles last year. Against what schools did he have those triple doubles?
2: oh man you think i wrote about this you think i would remember it um <laughs> let's say uh maryland and uh ohio
0: state wrong on both fronts okay wow. last last chance to get on the board <laughs> illinois won 24 games last season when was the last time they won 24 or more games um
2: boy let's see that's the, that's the trash can that's my score <laughs> down the, in the trash um i'm thinking probably let's go 20 20 uh 13 14
0: uh, incorrect okay this was not a good round for Mike kegley but he's wow. a good sport i got an over for... you got an over for... I... uh I can't believe
1: I missed the last question. That was the one I, I thought that I would know that one, but I missed it. I know what it is now. but
0: Yeah, I, I, I thought you were, you did so well. By the way, Mike, uh, Brad just had some good guesses uh, once you do hear this back. Uh, mm-hmm. you'll hear who handed Illinois its last home loss last season, Ohio State, in January? Uh, Illinois lost only one regular season game last year by more than 10 points. That was Baylor in wow. December. Uh, against what team did Andre Cobello flirt with a triple double Nebraska at home when Iowa was out, he had only eight assists and the team went cold. He couldn't get two more assists. Uh Io's two school record triple double games were against Wisconsin at home and at Minnesota uh, and Illinois won 24 games. The last time in 2008, 2009. So Brad has got the commanding lead as we now go to the next round. And uh, there will be a chance here for you, Mike, to, uh, to gain some, not reach. much
2: of one, but yes, yes, there's a
0: chance. So, when are, when are we doing our WWE? <laughs> when do
1: you start that show, <laughs> WWE Sports Spectacular.
0: That's right, that's right. It's coming soon in 2022. Vince McMahon,
1: like... take me away.
0: That's right. There you go. All right, Michael's back in the booth. Mike, are you back in the audio booth? Shut things down. Okay, all right. So, here we go. Brad Sturdy, five questions, and the last will be several parts, to give you a chance to kind of get through. Oh, started. good. Right. Great, great. Okay, here we go. Uh, a little bit more trivia history, and we'll start with the first one. In what year did Illinois first reach the Final Four? Golly, it's
1: 52. Uh,
0: that would be incorrect, um, but you're close. Uh, when was the last time that Illinois went to back-to-back NCAA tournaments?
1: Back-to-back NCAA tournaments. Um, would have been well, you know, you can't they would have gone to back to back NCAA tournaments two years ago. Yeah, but, but they didn't was, have the tournaments. No tournament. So, so we'll go back with we'll go back with 05 06 and 06 07. You are correct. Key Brown's senior year and then the next year Warren Carter.
0: You are correct. Right. Yep. Very good. Uh, moving on. Uh, the last time Illinois reached the sweet sixteen was uh two thousand four oh five. That's correct. Yeah. The 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 title game, the national title yep. game. And here's the, the final one. You can uh, pick some up here, pick up some points, name the top five all time scorers in Illinois history in any order.
1: Uh, Deion Thomas. Yes. Kawan Garris. Yes. D Brown. Yes. Um, Brian Cook. Yes. Hmm. Who am I missing? Now I started rattling them off. I forget. And then um, we'll go with um, Dave Downey. I don't know.
0: Uh, that is incorrect, but nice job. Very nicely done. So uh brad sturdy very strong showing we bring in uh mike kegley back and mike uh yes did brad go five for five there's he, he did not there's there's a chance so you've got a chance you and lloyd christmas you each have a chance <laughs> wow <laughs> that's that's a big chance there you go that's right uh just don't kiss any schoolboys. don't write into the show watch the movie and you'll understand. All right. Five questions. The last one is uh, multiple answers. So you get a chance to get some points there. Okay. I'll set.
2: I need about 10 multiple answers.
0: That's possible. Yes. But here we go. All right. Five questions. Here we go. In what year did Illinois first reach the final four? 49. That's correct. Mike Kenkley jumping let's on. Quit, All right. Let's
2: quit the game now.
0: <laughs> there you go. When is the last time that Illinois went to back to back NCAA tournaments?
2: Oh, let's see. Oh, five, oh, six and oh, six, oh, seven.
0: Correct. Mike Kegley, two and oh. Uh, when is the last time Illinois reached the sweet 16?
2: Let's Jesus is kind of sickening. I'm just going to go with. Uh, oh, five, oh, six.
0: Uh, incorrect. Name the top five all time scorers in any order in Illinois basketball history.
2: Well, Deion Thomas. Yes um Malcolm Hill Yes uh D Brown Yes um Eddie Johnson No and uh let's go with uh Bruce Douglas
0: uh, incorrect no right. So Brad will get the uh the victory here as we add up uh, Keep the belt
1: I'll keep the belt this I, week yeah. <laughs>
0: That's right uh, Mike, uh, strong showing, strong showing there. So, Mike, good comeback. but can overcome that first round. Uh, in what year did Illinois reach the first uh, first time reaching the Final Four in 1949? Last time Illinois went to back-to-back NCAA tournaments would have been 2006, 2007. Last time that Illinois reached the Sweet 16 was 2005. Last time that they went to the, uh, the Final Four. Name the top five all-time scorers, Thomas, Garris, Hill, Brown, and Cook. And so Brad Sturdy coming out uh, ten to six. So there you go, very very well done. Brad Man. Sturdy holds on the second round of Illini Trivia presented by HX Home Solutions.
1: All right, we're gonna let these guys. I guessed well on a couple of those. Let's be honest, I guessed well on a couple of those.
0: You did, and those guesses. I missed
1: some that I should have gotten, and I got some that were not easy. So I don't know how that works.
0: <laughs> Mike, no. could be no lucked and good.
1: Huh? Yeah, evidently, evidently. <laughs>
0: We'll let these guys uh, catch their breath. We've got much more coming up here on the Sports Spectacular. Stay with us here on the Illini Guys Radio Network.